look it up. Okay. We got it. Okay. Oh, yeah, we in this bitch. Oh. Kim. Reporting live. From- Reporting live from Gather Studio. It's me, Jess, and I have my bestie here, Kim. Yo, yo, yo. Listen, this place is dope. I'm telling you that. Yeah, you like, like, you like shout what out you to see? Rage. It's it's real cute. Do you like what she's done with the place? Yeah, I mean, adorbs. And yeah. I mean, the lawyer next door. I walked in on him. I was like, "Hello," and he he like <laughs> pops out, and I'm like, "Oh, never mind." <laughs> you did rock into the to the wrong room. Though. Yeah, I did. I yeah, did. fully. You were like, "Oh, wrong room." Yeah, I was like, "I'm going to excuse myself. Um, I'm going to gather studio. Thanks. Yeah. Bye." Mm-hmm. Mike, so, have you yeah. heard? <laughs> Welcome, Kim. Thank you so much, Jess. Welcome to For Better and Worse podcast. It's truly an honor. Happy to have you. Thank you. Dude, it's a long time coming, you and I, on the mic. It's, this feels nice. Good. Yeah. I mean, we've had many conversations where we're like, fuck, we should be recording. Yeah. Like, turn it on, Jess. I know. Get your phone. I know. So I'm happy that you're finally here. Yeah. I'm happy that you're here. We um, miss Rachel. I want to say this. Like, she was here, and I'm just like, Rach? I know. She was like... Don't do too well that nobody likes me. I'm like, stop I'm it like, right now. Listen here. Rachel. Shut up. Rach. Everyone loves your angelic voice. I she has a nice voice. I know. Perfect skin. Perfect flawless skin. <laughs> All right, I'm down with compliments, okay? <laughs> but keep them coming for me. Yeah. I'm oh, oh hey Jess. <laughs> um yeah, everybody, this is Kim, okay? She is my childhood Bessie, one of my childhood Bessies. She's an Ohio State employee. She's a fellow Drake fan. She's a double-jointed queen. Mm-hmm. She stalks her friends and family's locations on Find My Friends. Absolutely. She's my soul sister. But her latest role is Mother. Uh, yeah. What an intro. What an Added intro. it. That was really nice. Yeah. Kim, what's it like? What's the new mom life? New mom life like? Listen, so my son is four months old stupid cute just had that checkup growing great 70th percentile um it's really good but i'm not gonna lie to you like those first couple weeks whoa like yeah it is hard and i feel like so often we're like things are great i have kids like this is amazing i've been dreaming about this but we forget to say how hard it is. And yeah. I feel like nobody warned me. They were like, oh, my God, the first time you see them, isn't that the best thing? Yes, it is. However, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it was really hard. And um, I really enjoyed my life. Like, I was mourning who I was. Like, I enjoyed going out a lot. I enjoyed having dinner with my husband. I enjoyed, like, going to sleep at the same time and snuggling with our dog. And But, yeah. um didn't last that long because now four months, whoa, like flew he, by. Yeah, flies by. Like, and I feel like when you were talking about like this is really hard, came opened up to me about like newborn stuff and being like, This is really hard. Like he cries all the time. I'm just struggling a little bit. But shout I, out to Colic. Shout out to the Colic. My colic kings yeah. and queens out there. Shout out to my moms and dads that uh have dealt with the colic. <laughs> And you we made like, it. <laughs> but I feel like just that went by so quick. And I feel yeah. like other moms and dads were reaching out to you saying like, I know this is yeah. hard, but you will get through and it'll be so, like so yeah. much better. The moms and dads come out to play. They're like, but that's oh, hey. so awesome that you yeah. have like a support system. No, where, it's so nice. But I feel like that's what's happening with new moms. As much as people like are dogging new moms being like, 
I feel like boomers being like, back in my day, we yeah. just let oh them my cry gosh. It out. You know? My grandparents and my parents, they call it new technology. They're like, oh, they only sleep on their back. They're swaddling. The nose Frida were like sucking stuff out. My parents are like, what? Like, we didn't have any of this bullshit. And you're like, sorry about it. Yeah. I'm sorry like, about it. Okay. Listen, like, you want me to buy the taking care of babies class? Yes, absolutely. I got desperate. Like, <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> but seriously, it's like, Sorry that stuff wasn't out, but nowadays yeah. so I'm going to take advantage of it. Why would I yeah, not? You absolutely. Know? Like, Any, not- yeah. And new dads came out for Matt too, which was Good. so nice. Like, and he needed it. Like, not only was I struggling, like he was, I, I tell him like, if I wasn't crying, he wasn't crying, baby was crying. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I believe that though. But I mean, that's we made it. good. I'm glad. And I feel like you guys are in a good spot now. Um, but what I was saying is I feel like new moms and dads are opening up about the difficulty in it. Yeah. Um, obviously, you had to go through it to see that, but I feel like you were comforted by other people reaching out, being like, I know what this feels like. I know this is hard, and yeah. I'm sure that was pretty great for you. Yeah, it was great. It was Good. great. And people I haven't heard from for years, it was like, Good. it was so nice, Aww. yeah, to reconnect with people. It was great. Good. Mm-hmm. I'm glad, Kim. Okay, um, I'm going to ask him a few questions just so you guys can get to know her. Um, a little bit of her personality because, yes, we were, we met. When did we meet? Um, was it? Well, my freshman year of high school, you're a sophomore because okay, Jess is was, a year older. She's a cool kid. I'm a year older, but yeah. I hung out with people younger than me always. <laughs> um, yeah, so we met in high school, but, um, and we have memories for days. We yeah. can go off on Brunswick. And yeah, shout out to the to the wick. Go fucking devils. Go devils. Go. go devils go. Um but yeah, but I want you guys to like get um a good feel of who she is and why we jive and then obviously we'll get into the meat which definitely pertains to us. Okay, Kim, are you ready for some questions? Okay, drum roll. Okay. What is your favorite Drake album? Oh, oh gosh. Okay. <laughs> um it, it, I don't want to say this is a hard question because I feel like that is just very whatever. I'm going to go it take is. Uh, I'm going to go take care and I, I hate myself that I said that but it's just like certified lover boy there's not the ba- like every single one I just feel like it just really speaks to me. The and newer Drake is is lacking bangers. Yes, and after bangers. Cuts. Yes. And deep cuts. Yeah. I feel like he's just going he's riding the surface. Surface level. Yeah. Don't come for me. If like Scorpion's good. I love you. I t- yeah, I understand that. Yeah. I mean, like, but also, do you feel like Take Care was your favorite album because of the time it came out? Was, like, a good time that we were, that's what we listened to. We were getting ready while we were going on Boons, while we were doing yeah. different things. Like, so I is still, it tied with nostalgia a bit? It does. There's some songs that cut a little too deep. And it's, mm. like, hard to listen to. But when I think about, like, Underground Kings, like, that song just, it's... It's everything to me and mm-hmm. definitely not take care. Like take care is definitely bottom of the barrel on that album. Like let's get it out there. Yeah. Well, that was obviously for, for clout. I mean, yeah. him with Rihanna was like, okay, no, we're doing for this sure. for the Shout out to Riri's baby. I mean, I feel like it's just, it makes sense to, to say that right now. Absolutely. But, um, yeah, I think take care and I don't want to be basic, but like I'm a true fan. I want to put that out there. Yeah. I think I said that in your intro. She's yeah. a fellow Drake fan. Mm-hmm. Like, she stands. Mm-hmm. Like, someone's on the same level as me, as you guys yeah. know, because I've talked about it plenty of times. It's Kim. She okay. stands. We'll say that. All right. Hit me. Um, What was I going to say? Okay. 
your favorite Brunswick high school memory? I should have prepped you on this because it's it's a big question. Favorite high school memory or something like when you think back, someone's like, tell me your wildest Brunswick story. Yeah. So there was this time. <laughs> I love that you know off rip. I don't know. It just, these memories pop up. They're I'm just so back. vivid. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, why? Like, throw these out. No. Like, they're like an old pair of shoes. Like, please part with me. We can't, you know? though. That's, um, that's the best part. No, I think that Jess used to have these rounds at her house. And shout out to Mr. Cardelloni. But um, my husband and I, we were it's funny, actually. We were watching Euphoria. And he's like, my husband's from a small town. And he's like, Kimmy, these type of parties don't happen in high school. And I'm like... You didn't grow up in a suburb. <laughs> you did like, like you grew up in cornfields and you your closest house was too far away to have parties like this because cow like, tipping was on there. Yeah. Like he agenda. was like, Oh, his his idea of going out is like him and his friend getting a thirty pack of natty and hanging out in the basement. Like that was not my life. Which I feel like we started that, but something progressed. Yeah. Something happened. Something happened where we just we yeah. got together and shit just went awry. I know what happened, Jess. Tell me. So, when hey. Jess and I met, <laughs> you know, us, me and my other friend, I would just say that we were hanging out with people that were partying, right? Yeah. And so they were the wild ones. Yeah. At we the were, time. And I know I, I've had time to reflect. Like I was a bad influence and I take responsibility, but I don't have regrets, Jess. I don't have regrets either because we were just like an open, inviting you with open arms, truly. Because we yeah. wanted to dabble. Yeah. Not you guys we wanted were doing it. like crazy stuff. I had like, consent. We weren't doing, <laughs> we weren't, you did have consent. We were not doing like hard drugs, but we were no. like, you're wild, I'm wild. It and I'm a, not like, yeah. I'm not too goody, shoe, goody two shoes to like call, to call it quits on this. No. It was a good time. Okay. So what was the memory? Just like rounds, just parties at. Yeah, I would say rounds. Okay. Um, but I don't know if it's a specific memory. The sorry. other thing, and Jess might cut this out because it's a memory that probably we all were getting kicked off of sports in high school because photos were being turned in of us drinking and how messed up is that now to think back on it so i got kicked off the bowling team right (laughs) (laughs) first off kim was on the bowling team varsity 10 pins from state come at me good yeah listen runs runs deep in my blood shout out to my dad a couple 300 games i don't know i don't want to go into it but two weeks one week whatever 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 whatever. you were killing it and you took it so seriously and you're like seriously guys it's like it's not funny like I letter like I literally got a letter from my letterman's jacket, Jess. You did, I know, and you wore proud. I was. But that's the kind of friends we were, you know? Mm-hmm. Like we weren't afraid to be different. No. We weren't afraid to stand out. But like also, I think immediately they're like, Oh, you're on bowling, you were nerdy. And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I just don't think you know how cool it is yet. Yeah. You know, like I just don't think you know about yeah. it. Yeah. It was a good time. Yeah, but Kim is very much class president. Very much you know, type A, she loves to take charge, loves to be in control, but also she's like the weirdest type A person I know because she's like so wild. She's an Enneagram seven. seven. with you. Okay. Shout out to the sevens here. I get seven and nine confused. I'm not sure if it's an odd number thing. Yeah, or no, you're fine. Or whatever. But yeah, 
You don't usually get that combo. No, I think um, once people really get to know me, they're like, whoa. Like on the level, they're like, oh, Kim's like, you know, straight edge and like far from it. Exactly. And that's what I want our audience to know because it was like you switched up on us. You know what I mean? Like you were like, I'm serious and I I like things a certain way when I need it to be, but also like I'm down to clown. Yeah, Always down to clown, ride or die. I know when to be serious and plan my stuff like but you love a good time love a good time maybe a little too much and i love that about you yeah and that hasn't changed since you became a mom actually this is funny because during my pregnancy if anybody knows me and actually i need to do this i was drinking so much non-alcoholic beer (laughs) that i was then doing reviews and i now have people who have since then become pregnant reaching out to me saying, hey, Kim, what were the good non-alcoholic beers? And I'm just not sure that, like, I was like, I was really going for it. Oh, yeah. And yesterday, one of my friends was like, Kim, you still were drinking, but I wasn't drinking, obviously. I was drinking, you know, zero, zero beers, but. But I actually, I can relate to that because I feel the social anxiety of not drinking in social situations. Such a social thing. Hold it in your hand. Right. But I feel like that beer is kind of like, did you feel like a low-key buzz or were you like, just like riding on the high of like people being around you in company and good times when you were like drinking non-alcoholic beer? So I really realized that being in these social settings and being drunk is a mindset. Like Mm. I, you don't have to be drunk to have a good time. And it was more so of a mindset for me of like, I still felt like I was there and enjoying the party. I had to go on four bachelorette parties sober. That's facts. That's the craziest thing Fort Lauderdale. That that was hard. Kim's ride or die mentality yeah like she really gives zero fuck she's like i will not miss a good time but i think that's also the seven in us where we're like i'd rather die than miss out on a fucking <laughs> good time like I, if there's a good time being halved yeah halved, had had yeah yeah without me kill me yeah like that's just the sevens in us that's speaking. why living in Seabus, columbus by the way is hard is that what because- you guys call it there the natives yeah we do the sea with the bus Seabus, 12th largest city in the nation. Uh, but who's asking? <laughs> but who's asking? Also, do you know that people, if um, people from out of the country learn to speak English, they send them to Columbus because there's no accents? Really? Yeah, so you can go like Cincinnati, which is they kind of have some like soft A's. Then the and Natty. We, in Cleveland is like, yeah, like yeah. dad is mad. But Columbus is just like no accent because they're from all over. Wow. Did you know that? Yeah, some people in Columbus have said that they know that I'm from Cleveland because of the way I talk, and I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm just like you. Like, what are you? What are you talking about? No, we'd be we'd be like, Dad is coming over today, and I think he's gonna be really mad. Mad. Or like Cleveland yeah. is like real hard E. Hard yeah. E. Okay. Good, Kim. Okay. Next question. Tell me a concert that you'll never forget. Okay. I've just been a couple. Obviously, a few drank, a little DMB. We always got a party bus for DMB. By the way, we got a Friday. Shout out to Cleveland. We really did it up. But I have to say, my first ever concert, my sister, shout out to my sister Kelly, took me and my best friend Liz to the Fall Out Boy concert. <laughs> now, listen, we got- What year was this? Paint me the picture. Oh, I know exactly what year it is because we wrote rock on 2006 on the back of white wife beaters like literally just white tanks with sharpies i want to cringe stop 
Yeah, so is that Blossom? We all did that shit, though. Why? Thinking, thinking that the lead singer himself would notice us. Yeah, you'd be like, oh my God, that's such a good shirt. You think that when you're making the shirt, you're like, oh, they're definitely yeah. going to see this and love it. Yeah. But no, absolutely not. So you you guys made full-on tank tops, the yeah. white ones, Hanes. 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 And you just wrote on them with Sharpies. Sharpies, yeah. Fall boy on the Stuff front. you probably had, like, Rock on 2006. Bras. No, I've had tits since Vietnam. Yeah, you're right. You were developed. Everyone knows I was an early bloomer. You always have been. Your boobs really change after you have kids, so got to put a PSA out there because where'd they go? (laughs) Hashtag pepperoni nipples. Oh, gosh. It's been a long road. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, but I'm going to tell you my favorite concert with you. Okay. Oh, my God. I'm ready. Um, This is one of my favorite stories that I tell a lot of people. Um, we decided to engage in a little, a little weed action before a John Mayer concert. And we ate at, I don't know where we ate before, but we like smashed Stupid, stupid cheesecake factory. It was mom going. No, it, it was mom going barbecue. But it was like we were the people who go to Columbus or like drive <laughs> two hours for a concert to go to a restaurant we have within fifteen minutes of us. Yeah, it's our toxic trait gone. Yeah, and we get there, just feeling good, a little little lopsop doy, a little elevation, <laughs> just feeling good, feeling great, a little calm. We get to our seats. <laughs> And and Jason Mraz is opening up for for our boy John Mayer, and Kim looks at the stage. She's like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" And we're like, "What's up, Kim?" She's like, "We're fucking missing. We we, we you know we ate too long. We know we were doing this for too long." She's like, "We fucking missed the show. We fucking missed the show." And I'm like, "What do you mean?" And I'm like, "Dude, she thinks this is John Mayer, right?" Now. Oh my god! Ooh, hey, don't they sound the same? No, I'm kidding. I I don't want to disrespect you. Ass, you thought I did. Like you were upset. Full, yeah, full on thought that you were watching John Mayer. Just yeah. like this show. I'm like already how started. could we have? Like we drove all the way here. <laughs> and you, and everyone, that is what it is. Two thousand eight weed will do to you because back in that the day, Snickle Fritz will do yeah, you. What in. was it? <laughs> that is my favorite. Just five story. girls baking it out around Columbus before we go to a concert. So. Yeah, and um, it was fun when John Mayer came out, so it ended well. Yeah, no, it was great. And we're like, we gotta get out of here. Shout out to Mr. Cardelloni for letting us take the Tahoe. Thank you for that. Um. Okay. Moving on. Give me your favorite thing about being a mom so far. Watching them learn new things is I like hear this the best. The oh my god, it goes so. Do you quick. feel like so proud? Is it the moment of just like I created this? I'm watching you grow and learn in advance, and like I'm. I have a hand in that, or I am I able to witness that? Yeah, it's my sister-in-law. I love her. God, my husband's family is amazing. I really mm-hmm. hit the jackpot. Mm-hmm. But she was like, Kim, when you and Matt walk into a room, he lights up. And then I realized it. Like, I can get this kid Aww. to belly laugh. Jess knows it. I made up a lot of songs. I got the Boogie Hunter song. I have, like, the Naked Baby song. Like, I go hard on these jams, too. Like, and he I feel like loves moms it. can relate to that. Yeah, you making up new songs, and it's just like he loves it. 
That is so cute. Yeah, it's so much fun just watching them do new things. And honestly, like I know everyone says, I, I love my husband, blah, blah, but I never knew. But Aww. truly, like my seeing my husband with him is amazing. And we, we definitely had a rough first month. But now yeah. by f- month four, like he's about to start crying. Mm-hmm. And he's belly laughing and he is grabbing toys and stuff. Like, why am I so excited to watch somebody grab toys and put it in their mouth? Like, <laughs> because it's like you're seeing him grow in advance. Yeah. And that's like really cool to witness. It really, really, truly is. That's so awesome. Yeah. I feel like, and also like seeing your partner take on a new role. Yeah. I can only imagine that being just like fucking immense love. Yeah. You know, Matt Burning, you were made for that shit. Like he, Jesus. Most definitely. He looks good doing it My, too. Yeah. Like, well, yeah. So. Okay, Kim, as you know, your girl is on budget life 2022. I don't know. Jess Cardelloni and oh, whoa, sorry. Can we cut that out? Why? No, you can say my first and last name. Okay. I don't know. Jess Cart and budget mode. Like, who's that girl? Who's that girl? It's not Jess. It's not. (laughs) It's it's a weird, it's a weird transition for me, but it's something KB, do you love me? Has Mm -hmm. always done. Yeah. So I want to know. I need a tip of the dick from the coupon queen herself. Straight up. I'm straight up. I hope I'm known for it. You are. It's not a bad trait. It's no, I think if more people knew how easy it was, we would do. Yeah, for sure. I have since joined that Facebook group, but <laughs> do I don't you think want they me to tell me. the people what it is? You gotta give me any tip of the dick you got for mm-hmm. your girl because yeah. I've entered in. Yeah, I'm I'm down I'm down the rabbit hole. Enlighten me. Okay. I'm just going to say that it does take a little bit of effort to be a little more cost friendly, right? You need to be a little more conscious, right? I've just never been someone that I've never spent a ton of money on a ton of, you know, like makeup and stuff, but I will spend it on experiences. Like if I'm going to spend my money, I'm going to go balls out on a trip, right? Balls deep on balls an deep experience. On a, yes, absolutely. But what I do is I immediately join a Facebook group. <laughs> yeah, I'm still on Facebook. Hashtag mom life. Um, it is Midwest Money Saving Mamas. <laughs> and let me tell you, they post when Amazon does lightning deals and you better hop on it because really? they sell out like hotcakes. And... I mean, I am, it's things I need though. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's my question. So I've seen the TikToks where like, get this now. And it's like, do I think I need this because it's a stupid deal? Listen, or is it really gonna, (laughs) my kid be looking cute, right? Mm -hmm. But you bet your ass he's decked out in Clarence Old Navy because when Midwest Money Saving Mamas tells me that there's a coupon glitch, I'm running to the website. Tell me about a time that you have experienced a coupon glitch that's worked for you. I remember vividly. The it's, IRS is coming for you. You think? No, I'm just kidding. That's oh my, my right. Gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I was scared. I'm, kidding. I'm, I'm kidding. like, seriously, what crime could that be? It's not. Okay. okay. You're fine. Um, no, it was, it was a lovely Saturday morning. I'm drinking coffee. And all of a sudden, I look at my husband and I go, I got to go to my computer. Can you hold Jack? He's like, what? I'm like, Old Navy's having a coupon glitch. And it only happens for like a couple hours, right? Yeah. You got to run your computer and like double, triple coupons are working. Did you, I sent you guys those TikToks of like, 
every coupon code was working for Abercrombie the one time and now's your time. Like you're trying to try out jeans, you're getting them for 20 bucks. Um, but besides that, I'm also doing like we have Kroger's in Columbus. I know that Cleveland's not as blessed, but if you live in an area where where you are blessed with a Kroger, log on to their app. Like their digital savings pop off. They, I'm such a preferred customer. They send me coupons in the mail that are tailored to me, right? Like I'm That's always saving a nice. dollar fifty on chicken. Like no matter what, you'll go that far though. Like you'll be like, oh, that's good. I'm gonna save that. Yeah, I. That is some some rigorous work. Before I go to Kroger, I make it a point to go on my app or my computer and log the coupons. What in you drives this? Like, do you love a deal? Like, you really the heart gets the heart gets pumping on a deal. Yeah, I think I was really raised. In a household, you know, parents were divorced. My mom was always like, we don't buy things full price. And that's really stuck with me. Yeah. And I really do amount my couponing to her. And Was she a couponer herself? Yeah. I mean, she just never bought stuff full price. Like, we shopped at Kohl's all the time. Like, growing up, I'd always be like, why can't I get that shirt from Hollister? Like, I need that. Or Abercrombie, whatever. My mom would be like, do they have coupons? No. Better luck next time, lady. Go to Kohl's. So, yeah. And then my mom get Kohl's cash, you get the coops. It's just it's The it's, boomers it's nice. be going off on the Kohl's cash. <sighs> right? Literally They're that's in their heyday. Dude, yes. is Kohl's cash. Kohl's cash. It really is a psychological thing though. Oh, when I, I mean have they $20 jack- of Kohl's cash, that's $20. Right. But isn't it like facts that you they jack the prices up and they show you that it's just Mark down $20, but that's full price. Is that? Yeah. I mean, I definitely think that you're not getting the best deal. Right. And then what is Kohl's cash? Like, is it like a gift card? Is it work like that? No. This is why Kohl's cash is the best. Listen, I stand Old Navy. I am a card holder, right? Oh, we know, Kim. <laughs> and I, their, their gap cash, that's bullshit. Like, it is not. It's like, spend $50, and then you get $10 off, but you can't use any other coupon codes. That's the no. only rewards I've ever been no. exposed to. That's, like, I've never been exposed to anything other like, than, like, spend this, yeah. get this. Kohl's, you can use a coupon. You can use the, you can use the Kohl's cash. It's, I'm telling you, it's a real deal. Give me your biggest budget hack. Bidget, visit. Got it. Okay. Cut it. Cut yeah. it. Cut it. Cut it. Cut, Cut it. it. Cut cook it, it down, it. cook it down. You know that I cook it down. Okay, my bi- my biggest budget hack is being aware. Like so many of us, especially in marriages, I think that we are so nervous to sit down and really see where the money's going, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, although I'm married to a straight up finance bro, right? Yep. Shout out to Maddie Z, loves it. But, um... I really do the budget in our household and you got to stick to it. It's nice, but you got to be aware. Is there, do you find it like one person does the budget? Is that the way it works for you? Like for a long time? Yes. And then we sat down and we did it together because I was like, he's not seeing what I'm seeing. Like this dude doesn't log on to our bank app. I'll be like, Hey, do you see daycare took the money out? And he'd be like, no, Kim, I don't go on there. And yeah. I'm I'm compulsive about it, right? I'm logging on every morning. It's part of my morning routine. Yeah. I'm feeling like the Virgo in me is coming out 
with the budget planning now that I'm like obsessing over it, right? The Virgo in me is showing while I'm like organizing things. It's happening in my 30s. Mm-hmm. I mean, 30s, is, I don't know what's happening in my 30s, but I'm like full, full-fledged Virgo. Here I am. But I'm like that way. Like I'm like constantly checking, but yeah. I'm like, we could save more. And I'm mm-hmm. getting real ambitious with it where I'm like, throw this in there. Like we need to throw this in. The, you know what I mean? And I'm like, I'm getting real real testy with it but i guess that's good but i'm just wondering if like both people are in like that's how it works or one person is like i'm gonna take charge of this we'll meet up every month kind of go over things yeah when you're experiencing it right now like truly you think about buying a house and doing those things it's like we gotta really tighten up tighten up is i mean 2022 is truly the year of tightening up Mm -hmm. tightening up the this tighten up the budge but obviously, like, we're looking to to buy a house, to save for a kid, you know, all this stuff. So it's a learning curve, if you will. But Kids are a money pit, by the way. <laughs> uh, especially, I love you, Jack Brittany. I love you, Jack Brittany. But I feel like me personally, for someone who, like, likes to spend and likes to have nice things, like, that's that part about me is not going to change. And I don't think that's going to change when I want to have a child. Yeah. So, like, I want the nice things. I will mm-hmm. have to save for those nice things, you know, like, or coupon the shit, coupon my way out of it, you know? Yeah. Or like find deals. But it's like, you want nice things for your kid. Like they deserve that. So absolutely. And you want nice things for yourself too, right? Truly. It's like, but the other thing, you know, going out and doing things. So let's not be too lazy for the deals, ladies and no, gents. No, no, it's worth it. Okay. I'm, I'm telling you, it's worth it. Because sometimes I see that and I'm like, that seems like a lot of work or yeah. that's it's something I'm not used to either. So it's like, I don't know how to like dabble. Yeah. But I guess like full fledged into it. If someone gives you a hack, go, go try it. Yeah. Go. No. If they have a glitch in the system, take advantage. Yeah. Just, it's a little bit more effort, but once you do the payout, they're is, coming for you. The payout you know what is I mean? It. Like Kroger, I don't know who it is sitting in their office or like this girl wants to use these coupons. We're going to give them to her. Yeah. And that's you, Kim. Yeah. No, I'm going to do it. And I'm going to do it. All right, Kimberly. We're going to get into the meat. It's the beat to meat part of the episode. Cook it down. Cook it down. You know that. Okay. Yes. I was like, how many Drake references can we get into in one episode? Soon to find out. Um, guys, this week's meat is we're going to talk about friendships I mean, we titled it Friendships in Your 30s, but it's basically friendships in adulthood. Let's be honest. Let's have an honest conversation here about how things make that switch up from when things became like really easy in friendships to becoming really hard work. Um, In my opinion, like friendships that I've had are just, they are hard work. They require a lot of attention, a lot of intention. And I don't feel like the the whole thought of friendships come easy and if it's not easy, then it's not meant to be. I'm like, okay, replace friendships with relationships, replace friendships. It's like anything like that. Like I don't feel that way personally about about relationships, friendships or anything. Like if it doesn't come easy, then it's not, you know, then it's not worth it or something. But I feel like people commonly mistaken that with friendships what are your thoughts on that yeah i feel like 
friendships are so important, but they do require so much work. And I think about, you think about just a relationship down to it. I mean, I'm, I'm married and I'm seeing that person every day. I'm planning things every single day. Like we're coordinating, but friendships, especially as we get older, life gets so mundane, right? Like, yeah, I, life is not exciting all the time. <laughs> I am not hitting the club on the weekends and I'm hitting you up saying, hey, want to meet me at level two? <laughs> like, level two. And like, we're not going to these places, these watering holes and really conversating and enjoying each other's presence the way that we used to. Like life is different and we have to be aware of that and the changes that come. And, and some people survive and some people don't. And it's not that they weren't good friends. It just... Sometimes there's a time and a place, right? And some sure. people are, it's a lot of effort. It's a lot of understanding. Um, and it's a lot of thoughtfulness that goes into being a good friend long term and having friends where you could say, hey, I've been friends with this person for 20 years. Or, yeah. And we're always so surprised by that. They're like, what? Like, that's a long ass time. Yeah. I think um, I kind of brought Kim on and talked about and talked about bringing this up, like friendships. With us, we have such a unique um, friendship. We have a group of five amazing, amazing women who have started at, I mean, like all of us at different stages, like, um, but we all kind of became friends in high school, like really good friends and stayed friends throughout this long period of time. And I feel like it's, it's one of like the most amazing things, best accomplishments, but we've all seen each other do different things. So when friendship was so easy because we have so much commonality yeah. in in what we were doing and, you know, high school things, people we were talking to, people we hung out with. I mean, like friendship was really easy back You're then. You're five minutes away. Literally, like, it was like, I'm coming over. And yeah, there was the easiest no, thing ever. But now it's like, get in. <laughs> get in we're going shopping yeah we're going to south park mall get in we're going to what was the name of that bar 18 and up y'all going to saddle or oh. what <laughs> stop the valley the valley but and i got a fake id though no <laughs> we did but don't judge yeah, us okay, for that. um no bar room bar In downtown room, cleveland is called bar room. room we all just sweat our dicks off just <laughs> grinding Gr- what was grinding okay before locos and sparks gone <laughs> for real but i just feel like f- that was easy you know what yeah. i mean and also you were saying like mundaneness it was us <sighs> doing the same things or like i blacked out last night you'll never believe this story like in college like that was funny stuff to tell and each I other i do want to say we all went to college together so that's we did have a soldier that decided it wasn't for her she did attend, but she visited frequently she attended a semester with us shout out michelle we love you you're fucking at heart and that was like the basis of it like we're all doing the same things we're mm-hmm. all and i'm sure that was really difficult for her too during that time Absolutely. like all of us like talking about that during that time but it was like we're all the same age too and then you get out of college you do really different things yeah i moved to indiana where i knew nobody (laughs) and it's so crazy to think kimmy that you've been you went to indiana went to grad school and now like you're also living away two hours from all of us they call me the out-of-towner 
the out-of-towner friend. Mm-hmm. And what has that been like for you? I couldn't imagine as an, a fellow seven on yeah, the on the Enneagram, the FOMO is real. Yeah. Um, but I do feel like for you, your time is very intentional. And you yeah. will... She's a planner. That's the thing about your great Enneagram seven who has FOMO because you'll plan everything. Yeah. So you're like, this is what I want to do. I'm I'm in town from this time to this time. This is who I want to see. You guys let me know your schedule. Like you're on it. I'm maximizing. A hundred percent. Does that drain you though at times? Like when you're trying to fit everything in at once? Yeah, I've really, I've changed a lot since then because it was so draining because mm-hmm. I used to come into town and if I didn't see everybody, I feel like I let somebody down. Yeah. And that was really difficult for me because I wanted to be that people pleaser. And that's part of being a seven, right? I was like, Mm -hmm. I wanted to see everybody do all the things, catch up. And quality time is so important to me. Like my love language. For sure. Quality time means so much. And that's what's difficult about being away from people that you love because I just want to be there. It is really hard at times, but... I think that as I get older, and I think that this is part of friendships in your, you know, in adulthood is that the most, the meaning, the most meaningful thing is at home, right? Mm -hmm. Like being with my son and being with my husband are, they have to be my number one priority. Um, But making sure that I spend that time and, and that's what was hard about having a kid is I was like, oh my gosh, I can't go up for a weekend and just chill. But Thank God I have a great partner and he's always like, Kim, go do your thing. Like, yeah, you need that. Like, that's what fuels me. Like, I need to be able to see these people. Um, but it is really hard to see these Browns tailgates and yeah. see you all hang out on weekdays. And I want to be there so bad. But as I get older, I realize that, like, it's okay to miss out on things. Yeah. You know, it still hurts. For sure. But I feel um, like that's good boundary setting. It is. Yeah. For and I, I have and some people great places. friends in Columbus, but. Yeah. For never gonna be the same. It's never gonna be the same. Um, but I also feel like the transition from um being best friends to be becoming in relationships and then uh, marriages. What a weird! I feel like for our group specifically was really tough. I mean, speaking for me personally, it's like we this group of five girls were each other's world. Like you could not tell us anything. Like hashtag no new friends, but we always had new friends. But. I feel like it was just tough to be like this, this person is our number one priority, you know, or my family is my number one priority and like setting those boundaries. Um, but I also feel like we found partners who understood that. Yeah, for sure. When it's a healthy relationship to be able to do things on your own, right? Like, yeah, if I always have to be with that person, that's overwhelming for me. Like I right. have to be my own person. It's important. Yeah. And I feel like, like I said, like finding partners who understood that and like getting to meet our friends where I was like, oh, I get this. Yeah. I get what this, why this fuels you or why this is a part of who you are. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's important. Um, We kind of talk about basically how to maintain basically a bunch of tips of the dick of like how to maintain these these friendships and when things become mundane when things kind of shift into adulthood um we have a bunch that you guys submitted that we'll get into and then we also have some like that kim and i kind of jotted down and um my first one i want to say is when Obviously, you have some people living further away or you guys can't hang out as much because life is really hard and really crazy. And when you're an adult, 
people have busy schedules, um, which I can definitely attest to. So I feel like group chats replace hanging out and that is okay. So the constant Snapchat group or the group text become your guys's way to stay in touch and update each other on your life. And that is okay. Like mm-hmm. that's your new hangout until you guys have like, obviously make plans. How do you feel about that, Kim? I don't know why just this, this vivid image of hopping on zoom during the pandemic, but for someone out of town, I was like in love with this thing of like, Oh, I can be there without actually being there. And I think that that was really cool. But yeah, I mean, I am. Now that babies are involved too. It's like spam me, spam me with everything about your kids. Because like, I feel like, especially during like newborn stages, things move so quick. Yeah. And like, literally I saw Ari last week and then saw him like that. You Snapchatted him today. And I was like, Holy shit. Yeah. He looks like, like, and same with Jack. I'm like, he's a solid boy. He's a solid boy. Couldn't hold his neck up last time I saw him, you know? And now he's like holding your neck up. (laughs) Yeah. He's a beefy boy. He's looking good. So cute. And it's like that stuff. Like I wouldn't know that if like we aren't spamming each other with like Snapchat stuff. And sometimes I'm like second guessing it where I'm like, am I like texting too much? Am I snapping too much? Cause I am just like, I want to be a part of it. You yeah. Know? It's, but yeah, I think that that's super, super important. It's just like, if you're thinking about me, send me a text. If you hear a song, like send it over to me. It, it means so much to know that you were thinking about me. And I think yeah. that in, as we get older, those little things mean so, so, so very much. Yeah. That actually leads to my next one. And it says, when in doubt, just call or text. Yes. Um, which is, I hate when they're like, I didn't want to bother you if you were busy. No, I yeah. will always make time for the people that I love. For sure. Yes. No matter how busy I am, if you send me a text. But like, what, is it, what does it take to send a text? Nothing. Right? You know what yeah. I mean? Like call, I, mean, I put call or text because I am actually really working on calling with oh, my friends. <laughs> yes, we FaceTimed about I a month know. ago and you were like, yeah. let's do this more often. I was like, oh was shit, like, just answered. And I'm answer- I answer. It's your lucky day. I do answer every call or FaceTime now or if not, like call like back. That. Yeah. Um, that was really tough for me for a short period of time and I don't know why. Um, I can't explain it. It was like, I just not a call person, but... But now I just like love that intentional time. Like I feel like that's all we have though. Mm-hmm. I, when I was like, I'm not seeing her. Yeah. And she's FaceTiming me and Jack's in the fucking picture. Honestly, fuck yes. Yeah. It's not just because you had a kid, but it was just like. Oh, use me, Jess. No, use <laughs> But for real, I feel like letting them know, letting the other person your friend know that you're thinking of them, I feel like goes a long way. Yeah, it really does. For for the other person. I mean, the more you do it, the more it's reciprocated to. And I'm going to say this. I hate myself for it sometimes, but I'm out here responding to Insta stories. Like, I am just straight, yeah. like, I don't know. I just, I, I think it's nice to be able to connect with people and they're putting it out there. And I, I don't know. It's, it's just another mode of communication that I'm really thriving in. Good. But I, <laughs> I, I stand. I stand with that because it's like, if this is what we have, yeah. like I said, like group chats, social media, whatever it is, it's like, this is your way of updating on life. And this is our, this is just it. This is a new age of technology. It's how we keep up with each other's lives. It is what it is. Yeah. And like, just use it. Exactly. A lot of people said this and I feel like 
I kind of touched on it too, is like make plans. It doesn't matter how far in advance, just get something in the books. I feel like we do this a lot. Obviously, Kim has to definitely plan ahead for when she's like coming in town and when we're going to do things. Oh my God. <laughs> Joe just sent me a text that said, Jess, I farted so loud and I know he heard it. And the fucking internet guy is setting up our... <laughs> oh my God. Bro. I'm sorry. I was like mid fucking speech and that... Joe's over here shitting his pants. Oh my God. <laughs> Wi-Fi guy. And this, okay. Working from home. Make plans. Yeah. Make fucking plans. And I feel like that's what saved a lot of my friendships too. Like um outside of my my five. Like yeah. um like Meg Nye, who was on the pod. Mm-hmm. We she's like, when's our next hangout? And I'll say, a month from now. And I yeah. said, These are my dates. And she's like, Okay, put it in the books. Yeah. But like we commit to that. And like that's when it is. It's like that's it. Like as long as we have something that we see each other at least like once a month. Like yeah. Even though that seems kind of ridiculous for good friends, or like no, absolutely not. That's like good. Yeah. In adulthood, that's everything. I don't need to see you every week. That's overkill. And that was a weird transition for friends because we're so used to seeing each other so frequently. Like I'm hitting a Mac East for that chicken bowl. I'm gonna see you there. Right. No, we're not, Jess. Mm -hmm. I'm in my kitchen. That's two hours away. Cook it down. <laughs> Cook it down. Okay. Kim, give me some tips of the dick because I've been spewing. Yes. Um, on a serious note, I feel like entering into my 30s, you realize who your friends are, who they're not, right? Having kids. When I had to be sober for nine months because I love my kid dearly. <laughs> <laughs> you say it like it's a chore. <laughs> it was difficult. Uh, no, it was a good time. It's a big sacrifice. Um, but anyhow, what I was going to say is that you realize that these people are really there for you during ups and downs. Like, we don't like to talk about it, but once you reach your 30s, late 30s, like, we are going to lose people in our life that mean a lot to us, right? And it happens all the time, but more so as you get older, right? And to be there when that happens means the world to people, right? Mm -hmm. Being there for the ups and downs, like don't just celebrate my wins, but like be there when I really need you. And I think that just being thoughtful within that time and understanding, I I lost a grandparent two years ago and my friends knew how much he meant to me. And it was just, it was so nice to have them there for me and knowing that like they knew how much that relationship meant to me to lose that. And I don't know. But not every friend knew that, right? right? Like, not every person was like, oh, my gosh, Kim. I remember someone being like, oh, you lost your grandpa. Like, we all do. And it was just like, like oh, no. no. Like, like, you didn't know. Yeah. Yeah, like, you didn't know. And that's what true friends really understand is how much certain people really mean to you. It's like, listen. Listen yeah. when they talk. Um, And if ADHD is a part of your DNA – when that happens, like not necessarily like obviously you know when someone's important mm-hmm. to somebody like like your grandpa, but like when they say they need something or like oh, I wish I had that, just put it in your notes app. Mm-hmm. Like literally, just be like, Kim needs more swaddles. Yeah, like it, it just like something like something like that. It's just like to let that person yeah. know maybe that's a gift giving love language yeah, like- in me. Or, but like, or so that's just like my way of like thinking it. Or if it's like Kim thinks of like, she hears something in me and like intentional time. And I'm like, dude, I've been dying to go to like 
play Klee like a jungle gym or something. She Kim would like think like intentional time is important to her. Quality time would have been like yeah. she's like take Jess to play Klee. Like that's like something she puts in her notes app. I feel like that's just hard. Like when you're in the moment and things are going on, but like I feel like that's a way to show up yeah. in a friendship. And I feel like that's what's important in friendship in your 30s or in adulthood is just showing up. Yeah, showing up is like half the battle because I feel like really things is. like I said were easy when you first become friends and now things take hard work because we're we're going out on the weekends like things are just fun it's really fun and then you hit a stage where you're just like not everything is fun and that's where the true friends are it really is especially if things like and i feel like maybe a lot of people can relate when things are rooted in drinking and having fun and those type of social interactions it's like can you sit with your friend sober and have a conversation just like you two in a bed watching Netflix? You know, like that meaningful connection, I feel like. And is it surface level? Are we getting deep? We talk about things like how are those conversations and assessing it of like, I, I think it's so funny where it's like, oh, that wasn't my best work, like being socially awkward. I'm definitely a socially awkward person sometimes. But like, what could I have done better in that situation to like go a little bit deeper with the people I really care about? And it's not just like, oh, how's work? How's this going? But like, I don't know, going a little deeper. Which actually brings to your point that you actually answered and you said honesty. Yes. Showing up honestly in your friendship, I feel like is so, so important. Mm -hmm. Like we all go through hard things. Like we are not robots. We cannot put on this front. We're not keeping up with the Joneses with our best friends. Yeah. Be honest about what's going on. And I don't like confrontation, but girl, you're speaking to the girl. You're speaking to the other seven. But um, (laughs) it's just, it's hard to be like, hey, what you just said or what you did. But talking shit behind people's back that you really care about. You get older and you're like, that sucks. Yeah. So stupid. Yeah. Like, it's not fun anymore. <laughs> yeah, it just it doesn't serve you. No, right? absolutely like, not. We here's another thing to navigate as friendships when you get older. We are different people mm-hmm. from when we met. Yes. And that is hard to navigate. And if you're not, that's a we need pop. to we need to pivot. <laughs> pivot, we, pivot, pivot, pivot. Um that's another thing to navigate too. So that's a hard thing to see. Like all five of us. I'm sorry, I'm just resorting to this group because I'm talking to Kim. But it's every friend group, right? Like we're all at different stages, but not being angry about whatever stage it is that you're in. Because I think that like mm-hmm. me being married, having a home, doing this, whatever. I th- I feel like people are like, oh, she has it all. I don't have it all. There's so many things about other people's life that I look at that I want so bad. Yeah. Comparison is the theft of joy. Say that again with me. It truly is. I have to remind myself of that all the goddamn time. Louder for the people. Oh, I just fucking knocked this. Louder for the people in the back. I literally talked about this last episode, but it's so true. It is. I want to be skinnier. I want to make more money. I want to have a bigger house. I want to have more kids. I want to do this. It's hard. That's what I want. But then I look at your life and I'm like, that's what I want. A creative outlet to be able to earn like more income that I want. Like I'm fucking like stagnant. Like I can't do anything else. Right. Like there's so many things about other people's lives. Like I wish I was more interested in this or that. And it's just. Sorry. Are we in it? Yeah. It's okay though. Okay. I know. That's interesting, Kim. But it's like also refreshing to hear. Right. Cause it's it like. It is. 
No one's just like fucking perfectly no, happy. Absolutely not. We're all looking around. We're all <laughs> looking around. All right. What's the next tip of the dick, Jess? Okay. Mm. I'm just going to note that we are recording. Okay. Kim, say something. Hi there. I'm okay, recording. Okay. Yeah. I'm just going to note that friendship takes some vulnerability. Throwing out a word here. Yeah. Throwing out a big word here. Buzzwords. Buzzwords. But I feel like it's true. A little vulnerability and a little bit of trust and a little bit of fucking pixie dust. Yeah, a little bit of Vonnie BT and Dusty. A little Dusty Frito. A couple bumps to get your head on straight. But truly, right? Like, yeah. It. We're talking about honesty. We're talking about comparison. We're talking about effort. Having hard conversations. Right, yeah. because I I don't know about you, but I feel like I need to know your life. I need to get in. I need to have some hard conversations, like to connect. Yeah, and it's not necessarily like always. We don't have like these deep conversations all the time. I don't mean that, but it's like I'm not pretending to be perfect, and I don't think you should either. Yeah. So if it's like shit's shit's hitting the fan. Who are you gonna turn to? Mm-hmm. Like I'm here. If I'm not the person you choose, that's fine. But like yeah. maybe choose you know someone close. To you. Yeah. And I think that takes a lot of vulnerability. You gotta be vulnerable with the people you're close to. Um, I'm going to kind of spew off a few a few of the things you guys submitted, which could kind of coincide with what we just said, but also can bring up some new some new shit. That new new. That new new. Okay. A lot of the stuff you guys are saying are basically scheduled monthly hangs. Um, you, Someone said, like, usually themed things. Love a good theme. <laughs> Camp Bruning loves a good theme. Love it. Um, actually, funny story. We actually did an Italian night over at the Bruning's house. Kim whipped out the, the iPad that OSU provided for her that I clearly yes. had some feelings about at one point in time. All the perks. All the perks she Just got. Comparisons is not the joy, right? It isn't. <laughs> and I learned that quickly. Um, no, we did do a theme night, which was actually really funny and a good time. Yeah, if it was that a good time. You were like, <laughs> you had your iPad, like, giving us descriptions of each wine that we sampled. Yeah. Wine, di- wine and dine. Like, foods on, on point. And it was I even good. made everyone wear chef's hat, which I know is not exactly Italian, but it really just added a... It was so yeah. funny. Chef's kiss. It Hey, truly yeah. this, too. Hey. Italiano, hey. Exactly. I took four semesters of Italian in college. All I know how to say is, sono andata al bar. I'm going to the bar. <laughs> That's what you learned. And arrivederci. What does that there mean? It's like, see you later to, like... It's like the formal way of saying, like, peace. Deuces. Deuces. Say it again. Arriva dirce. Okay. If you speak Italian, Four you're years. probably like, wow, that's her trash. <laughs> you're like, uh, sorry, not sorry. Four semesters all A's, but who's counting? But who's counting? They really felt bad for me. Uh, okay, here's a good one. Show that you're still rooting for them in everything that they do. 
But I feel like that goes with what we said too, like show up for them in the good, but also show up for them when shit's going south. But also just to just to see that, like even a random text, like, hey, I know shit's not easy right now, but I'm just really proud of you. That goes a long way. It does, truly. Someone said yearly trips, which is something we've been trying to nail down for it's years. It's hard. Uh, the logistics. But you love the logistics. I know. I used back in the day, I, I was always planning trips and stuff. And again, priorities change after you have some kiddos. But I mean, yeah. I'm going to be back on my bullshit. Okay. You're about to be taking a trip here soon. Yeah, I am. Wish you're coming. I know. Me too. Fort Lottie. Last time Fort I was there. Lottie Dottie. Last time I did it, we're actually swapping spots here. I'm tagging you in because Gosh. last time we went to Fort Lauderdale was for um, one of our friends' bachelorette party, and Kim was pregnant, mm-hmm. and I had enough fun for her and me. Yeah. Um, Truly. And this time I unfortunately cannot make it for another Fort Lauderdale trip, <clears throat> Fort Lauderdale trip coming up um, for a 30th birthday party. So I'm just tagging her in. Yeah. I'm tagging her in and I'm tagging out. Yeah. I'm post baby. I'm, I'm ready I'm, to run. Yeah. I'm ready, ready to, to do bridge. it. I'm ready to do it. I'm so excited, but I'm like sad. I'm missing it. You yeah, know how the FOMO is set up. I know. Someone says, be super open about how you're feeling and keep having fun. It's hard. To Goes do with the honesty piece. Honest conversations. I feel like it's really hard, obviously, to connect with someone when they're just like surface level with you. Mm -hmm. Like you can be a surface level friend. That's fine. We'll grab beers. We'll keep it light. Yeah. You know, but I feel like I won't talk about my childhood trauma if you're not going to talk about your childhood trauma. But if we're opening up. We're on the topic of drama. I will open up 100%. Um, But most of you guys really, really kind of honed in to sending dumb TikToks, um, keeping the group chat alive. Yeah. And I just found that so interesting that that was about 70% of the um, of the answers you guys gave us on Instagram because that is the day and age that we're living in. And if you're thinking about, oh, should I send this? Just do it. Like, don't second guess sending something to somebody if you're thinking about them. If that's a song, if that's a TikTok. Sometimes I'd be like, oh, I sent them to, like already or mm-hmm. I haven't talked to them in so long. Is this weird? No, just do it. Yeah. Who cares? I guarantee it'll put a smile on that person's face. Right. That and also like if you're feeling like something needs changed, just be honest and like not being scared to talk about the new dynamic. Yeah. Or like new dynamic of like new friends coming in. You know what I mean? Like no new friends could actually be a real thing. Like here's this person. I want you to meet them. I feel like we merge friends as we get older because the group gets smaller. Yeah. And that's totally fine because honestly, if that person likes you and they don't know your friends, it's like if they like you, the odds are they're going to like your friends. You know, it doesn't always work out that way, but it's like we're all good people. We're all the same people. You attract the same type of people, I feel we like. We love a merger. We love a merger. Merge it. Merge it. Also, I'm just going to talk um, briefly about friendships that if you need to call it quits or if the time has spent itself and you guys served each other's purpose for that time, it's okay to let it go. But like, Jess, is there a conversation or do we just go ghost? That's a good question. Like, that's hard. Because you're asking, I think if Rach were sitting here on this couch, she would definitely be like, it ain't not to cut that bitch off. But you and I are like, 
I'm going to overthink this. Yeah. I'm going to keep it on the back burner. I'm like, going to keep it on gonna, the back. I'm never going to turn the stove off. Truly, it's going to be me keeping the flame lit. Yeah. For as long as possible, an awkward moonwalk my way out of that. For sure. Yeah. So two different... <laughs> we got the same personality sitting on both couches, both chairs. Um, but I guess a lot of people would... Maybe somebody would say, have that hard conversation. Like, but I don't know. Does it come up like, hey, why are, if someone they inquired were like, hey, things aren't going the way that they used to. It depends on how deep the friendship is. Truly. Right? Truly. Like, I feel like there's some people in my life that I'm like, if we stop talking, I'd have to have that conversation. Like, mm-hmm. I would have to know. I'd ha- I would need that closure. Mm-hmm. But there's other people that I'm like, it's okay if we lose touch. Yep. It, what's the difference between losing touch and just like simply like proximity, like the location's not there and just the awkward moon walking your way? Yeah, yeah. No, for sure. But I feel like sometimes like fizzling out friendships is the yeah. best way, like, right? Like non confrontational for us. Yeah. And like, if that's fizzles what we out. prefer. <laughs> <laughs> Truly, because. But should we? Conflict can kick rocks. Conflict sucks. I don't. Zoltan. <laughs> Zoltan. Zoltan. Um, yes, but I feel like, I guess if things were to come up, they were like, Hey, things don't feel right. Like, Hey, I just feel like our life's pulling us in different ways. Yeah. Like I'm just like not having a lot of time. Yeah. But guys, all in all, the key is intentional fucking time, intentional hangouts, stay connected and show the fuck up. <sighs> yes. Show the fuck up. For your friends. And I feel like, I think you guys can attest. Like, do you guys know how good it feels when someone says, hey, I know what you're going through right now is super shitty, but I just want to let you know I'm here. If there's anything I could do, just let me know. Or if you're not going through a shitty time and this is an awesome time in your life and you're like, I'm living my best life right now. And they're like, you know what? I'm so fucking proud of you. Keep doing exactly what you're doing. How good does that feel on your end? I'm at, you know what I mean? But like, mm-hmm. it also feels good to reciprocate that. Yeah. So if you know how good that feels for yourself, why do you not show that same reciprocation for somebody else? Exactly. And I did just read a quote. I hate to bring this up. <laughs> I'm, a big, quote. I'm a big quote girl. Close I used to sit on Pinterest a lot. Close us with a quote, Kim. Yes. I will say that the best friends in your life, when you're really going through it, they will never say, I need to check my schedule. Because they will be there for you. It doesn't matter what's going on. They will show up. And that is true friendship. Like, life gets hard. It is not always easy. But people who show up really, really doing the Lord's work. Doing the Lord's work. On fire for the Lord. No. no Rachel, are we on fire for the Lord? Are we on fire for the Lord in this episode? <laughs> um, but truly, though. Show the fuck up. Yeah. Don't make excuses. Just do it. Don't don't beat around the bush. If someone fucking needs you, be there. Yeah. And if we need to be honest with people, do it. Trust me. Sometimes we need it. Sometimes we need a real kick in the dick to get back on the right path. Just good. Trust me, I needed it a couple years ago. A big, a big like, little, don't, don't, what are you doing? A little nudge. A, a little nudge. bump to get your head on straight. Yes, if you will. Yeah. But I do feel like Kim... Our friend group has been, I say this year has probably been like a huge merge fucking year. Yeah. I think like we all are in different spots of our life. 
But I think like we do show up for each other. And yeah. obviously I talked about this in another episode, but oh, just and this is proud of us. I heard you say I you're am. Proud of us. But it was like No, I'm kidding. I really appreciated that. But it's so true. Yeah. Especially during this year, it's like there was so much change. Yeah. And there still is. Like mm-hmm. honestly, if you think back to like two weeks, like there's so much happening. Yeah. But I feel like I've never been closer to this group. It feels good. Because we show the fuck up. Yeah. Keep showing up, folks. Hey, we love you. I'm sorry if that was too deep. What, did we get too deep? Do you think? I think we had a good... We're looking at each other. We're really into it. Yeah, I'm looking in your eyes. I'm looking in your eyes. I'm feeling what you're feeling. It feels nice. I'm picking up what you're putting down. Yeah. Guys, we fucking love you. I just want to thank Kim. Thank you New for here, being here. out-of-towner. New here. Thank you for coming, Kim. Yeah, no Thank problem. you for being here. I'm an expert in nothing, You're but I appreciate it. You're true natural. Yeah? You are. Okay. Appreciate that. We've been talking about this for a long time, though. We were talking about podcasting. Because podcast I, I, um, I'm deep in the podcast game. You know, like I really, if anybody wants some good recs, if you like this podcast, hit me up. I got some other ones that you should listen to. You're just steering them away for a pause. Oh, my God. Yeah, do, cut this out. <laughs> I am kidding. It's fine. I just absolutely fucked myself up. But no, we love that Kim. Kim is a podcast queen and she (laughs) truly can get it twice on Sunday. Thank you, Kim, for being here. I'm cutting all of this out. We can't do outros. We never could. Yeah. But this is what we do. This has been for better and worse podcast. I'm Jess. I'm Kim. And we love you. Peace out. Fucking Vogel. Have fun, fucking Joel.